Blog Talk Radio. And now, Geico Saving Stories. Russell Burton closed his laptop, having just switched his car insurance to Geico. He didn't think much of it until... Savings were everywhere. My pockets, uh, wallet, bank accounts. It was like the savings were following me. Following, indeed. All because of an innocent 15 minutes on Geico.com. I feel like I'm never alone. Geico. Spend 15 minutes and 15% or more in savings could be following you. K-I-R-P Radio!
Good evening. You're tuned in to the KARP radio show that's keeping it real with Pudgy Miller, guest host Rocco P. Normally I do a show the last Friday of each month, last month, which was last week, I forgot. I didn't realize last Friday uh, was uh, the last Friday of September. So here I am, the first Friday of October. Uh, Tonight, if uh, you are listening and you do want to get on, that phone number is 563-999-3683. That number is 563-999-3683. I will get you on the show. Uh, Tonight's subject is uh, Nicki Minaj in opposition to the COVID-19 vaccines, which really aren't vaccines. Nicki Minaj has found herself in a huge controversy for stating on Twitter that people should study before taking a COVID-19 vaccine. We're at the point where even advocating caution and study before being injected with an experimental gene therapy shot results in the hostility of the establishment. The facts about COVID-19 and the shot allegedly designed to prevent infection do not support decision to take that shot. Nicki Minaj's influence in the popular culture reveals why she's being castigated. Does this represent a watershed in exposing the truth about the COVID-19 shots? That's what we will be discussing tonight. It all started uh, with a tweet that she had uh, she had released. And the initial treat, the initial tweet was essentially just about telling people that she had not decided to take the shot yet. She was still going to study. And she, she mentioned the fact that uh, uh, she has one of her cousin's friends in Trinidad said after he got it, he had swollen testicles, he was engaged, and that caused his fiance to break it off. So the the outlash to that was just it was it was over the top and again that is because of Nicki Minaj's influence that that's because of her influence I'll pull up the actual numbers so you get an idea here on Twitter she has 22.8 million followers that's on Twitter on Instagram she has 150 million 464,104 followers these are stats I pulled up from the other day. So this upset the establishment, uh, or you might call them the powers that shouldn't be, or I would say the new world order. It upset them because a lot of people are listening to her platform. Uh, they may not agree with her, but uh, when someone like that speaks, particularly when she says something that's off script, in other words, something that she's not supposed to say. All you're supposed to say, if you're a uh, pure celebrity or anyone with influence in the media, sports, story, all you're supposed to say is that uh, the script they want you, that you're given says uh, the vaccines are safe and effective. Uh, I got the shot. I encourage everyone to get it. Anything beyond that, even Nicki Minaj's in- initial tweet, which she just said, I have not decided yet. I'm exerting caution. And part of that, too, uh, was also tied to the fact she didn't go to, she didn't go to a major, uh, she didn't go to a major event. 
said she wasn't going uh, because for that, because she wasn't going to get vaccinated as a condition of attending, which also basically upped the ante, so to speak. But uh, the entire the backup, the entire COVID-19 narrative has been a massive psyop or psychological operation since day one. It's, it's been a massive psyop since uh, since day one. <clears throat> Essentially, everything they've told us about it has been a lie. The testing with the PCR test uh, that was fraudulent. The PCR test is a forensic test. It's not diagnostic. In other words, it's not it's not designed to uh, determine whether or not someone has any particular illness. And there's different cycles. You could ramp up the cycles and find anything you want in it, as the founder said, Carrie Mullis, because it's forensic. It's not diagnostic. The CDC has even decided at the end of this calendar year they're not going to use the PCR test anymore. So just let that sink in. The entire COVID-19 narrative has rested upon a few facts that have never been proven. Number one, that the COVID, the SARS-CoV-2 virus has never been isolated. COVID-19 is the illness allegedly caused by the SARS-CoV-2 virus. That's never been isolated. Number two, the PCR test allegedly would determine whether or not you were infected with COVID-19, even though it's a forensic test, it's not a diagnostic test. And then the CDC has decided the end of this year not, they're not going to use it anymore. So just consider that, just those two facts. The SARS-CoV-2, the SARS-CoV-2 virus that allegedly causes COVID-19 has never been isolated. And even if it was, the PCR test isn't valid for determining whether or not you'd be infected. So everything has been, everything has been a massive hoax. The main purpose of that COVID-19 hoax appears to be people to uh, accept one of the vaccines that are out there, which really aren't vaccines. Uh, the J&J clot shot might allegedly come under a traditional definition of a vaccine, but certainly not what's, come, not what's been produced by Pfizer and Moderna. Moderna, their, uh, their abbreviation on the stock market uh, and New York Stock Exchange is mRNA. Isn't that cute? This idea of changing the spike protein that changes the RNA which then results in changing your DNA. This is experimental gene therapy. Or if you listen to other people, it's not experimental. This is old bioweapon technology. Uh, someone who came over who is uh, basically immigrated from uh, the former Soviet Union to the United States, a medical doctor basically said, this is a new technology, this is old technology, said they had it in the former Soviet Union, and uh, it's a bioweapon. But uh, even if you believe the narrative, even if you, you want to believe that, that, you know, that little thing you see, uh, the little thing you see that's, you know, kind of, you know, has a little purple and stuff, if you believe uh, this SARS-CoV-2 virus, SARS-CoV-2 virus exists and it causes COVID-19, even though the SARS-CoV-2 virus has never been isolated, and even though the PCR test uh, is unreliable. Even if you, you buy into that, do you realize now there's no control group Okay. If, in other words, the the way, the only way you could determine over time what's going on with the vaccine, or the bet, the, the major way instead of just you know waiting for people to get sick over time, is to compare what happened with people that were given a placebo versus people that were given the particular shot. Now, mind you, also, and with the traditional vaccine, it would take seven to ten years to develop the vaccine and get it approved. This was done in a year with new technology, again, unless you believe it's old bioweapon technology, but albeit 
from their store. It was new. So it was done in a year. Now there's no control group. They skipped the animal studies. They skipped the animal trials. When animals were tested with similar, with similar coronavirus technology, okay, when animals were tested with a similar shot in the past, mRNA, okay, they, tested it on, uh, they tested it on ferrets and they tested it on cats. They were fine after the initial injection, but then when they exposed them to a live coronavirus, they all died. I said that to a medical doctor, and he told me the moral of the story is don't be a cat or a ferret, and that's a doctor I will never see again. I can never trust again. Another part of the fraud is this. They keep on talking about the variant, especially a Delta variant, you know, Delta surging, Delta surging, Delta surging. There is no test for Delta. This is science fiction. There is no test for Delta. Everything they've told us about this has been a lie. And everything, including the mask, the mask was, the masks the mask are harmful. They're not helpful, all right? Uh, you're breathing in your own carbon dioxide, especially you, you don't change out the mask. It's, it's not good. We've never done this in the States. It's never been done. And there's other highly infectious diseases like uh, tuberculosis. The masks aren't helpful, and they know that it's harmful. The masks were basically a training tool to get people to accept the jab. That's what that was all about. Right. Opposition to the medical martial law agenda of COVID-19 has been growing as more people see that the government, government media complex is lying. A one prominent lie is that there's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. You may have heard that. I think uh, the man with dementia, the current occupant of the White House, Joe Biden, has said that. Pandemic of the unvaccinated. Okay. As more and more people have been injected with the bioweapon become ill and die, the silly assertions made that due to the spread of the Delta variant, it's due to the spread of the Delta variant among those who refuse to take the bioweapon. You just look at the stats from Israel, one of the most vaccinated countries in the world, okay, the percentage. The hospitals are filled with people who have been vaccinated, and they're dying. Some are dying, not all are dying. Okay? So think about this logic. If you want to believe you know, the idiocy that, that they're saying, think about this. They're saying that if you've been vaccinated, you're at risk from people from people that are unvaccinated. Yet people that are now vaccinated clearly are getting COVID, no, no debate. And some are dying, no debate on that. So pandemic of the unvaccinated, those who are vaccinated aren't protected by the vaccine. It's the fault of people that are unvaccinated for why they're getting ill. You could also compare the numbers now of people basically forget cases, consider people in the hospital, people in the hospital and deaths. Okay, we've got the various numbers. It's over 15,000 now that have been reported. And historically, there's the vaccine reporting system, vaccine injury reporting system, normally only captures 1% to 10% of those who are injured. So you're looking easily, easily 150,000 people in the States alone, now I'm not getting to the European numbers tonight, have died from this easily. All right? And another part of the propaganda that they throw out is this. When people die of COVID, they say, undeniable is COVID death, COVID death, COVID death, even though it might be someone who's over 70 or 80 years old, who has more than one comorbidity, yet 
when people die and get injured due to the vaccine, they'll constantly say, it can't be proven that someone that, you know, that 24 year old who died, you know, who died two weeks later after taking the vaccine, it can't be proven. It just it can't be proven. You have a 45 year old nurse that, you know, then, then dies, you know, within, within eight days. Yeah. That can't, after taking the, 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 uh, the bio weapon, that can't be proven. Okay. So you see that manipulation. They want to pump up the numbers of COVID deaths and then deny the numbers of those that are dying due to the bioweapon. They manipulate the numbers so many ways. I'm not going to drill down into all those, but one, one stat if you want to lock on is this. In 1976, President Ford of the United States uh, mandated everyone should take the, sw- the swine flu vaccine because there was one death at then Fort Dix in New Jersey. Now Fort Dix is part of a combined military base with, uh, in addition with uh, the Army base Fort Dix, they have uh, McGuire Air Force Base, I think something else. But So, so one, one soldier died in Fort Dix, and they determined swine flu to develop a vaccine. After about 35 people died, they stopped that program. Now 15,000 people have died, and they won't stop it. Do you see, do you see the problem here? Do you see that problem? Do you see how this this is completely out of control? Completely out of control. The, the New World Order, the powers that should not be, or the power elite, is very sensitive to truth exposing the lies of this narrative and the hoax. Things I've just described are very simple facts. If you're willing to just do a little research and not listen to the CIA-controlled media. This demonstrates that people still have power to stop the agenda. The mere fact of what I'm talking about tonight, the fact that they were so concerned and upset and tried to destroy the credibility of Nicki Minaj shows that people still have the power to stop this agenda. The New World Order would not be more and more restrictive of social media if the fight was over. They continue to get more and more. Uh, there's more and more restrictions on YouTube. I just read this week, if I understand correctly, now YouTube will eliminate all questioning, all criticism, all criticism of the bioweapons. There'll be none. Uh, and again, tonight, we'll see what happened with uh, N- Nicki Minaj. Uh, we'll see that. We'll see that. Now, YouTube, yes, YouTube has banned channels airing any criticism of the vaccines. Uh, that is the case. Let me see if I have that article pulled up here handy. Yes, this is... Uh, Jonathan Thurley, from his site, uh, re- reposted in Zero Hedge, Wednesday, September 29th. YouTube continued the expansion of corporate censorship on the Internet with the encouragement of leading Democratic leaders. The company has banned channels associated with anti-vaccine activists like Joseph Mercola and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Jr. Once again, rather than rebutting or refuting claims made by others, Many sought to silence those with opposing views. Do you get that? They don't want to debate. Fauci won't debate anyone. He, he's a fraud. He's a fraud and a criminal. Kerry Mullis, who's now deceased, who, who developed the PCR test, he knew some people at one time. He had friends at the University of South Carolina that wanted to arrange the debate between him and Fauci. Fauci wouldn't do it. He, he's, he's a fraud. Uh, he's a fraud and a liar. He's a fraud and a liar. YouTube will not allow people to hear views that do not comport with an approved range of opinions. 
This move magnifies concerns that we are seeing the emergence of a new type of state media as private companies conduct censorship operations barred by the Constitution for the government to conduct directly. This move comes days after Senator Elizabeth Warren, Democrat of Massachusetts, asked Amazon to steer customers to true books, trues in caps, trues, trues in uh, quotations, on subjects like climate change to avoid their exposure to disinformation. It follows, it also follows YouTube censoring videos of jailed Kremlin critic Alexei Navrali before Russia's parliamentary elections. The move helped Putin and his government crack down on pro-democracy forces. Okay, and uh, YouTube's owned by Google, which is owned by Alphabet. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, this is this is uh, this is what's going on. Uh, the Google-owned site is now openly engaged in viewpoint regulation to force users to view only those sources that are consistent with the corporate agenda. Facebook banned misinformation on all vaccines seven months ago, and Twitter regularly bans those questioning vaccines. These companies are being encouraged by many on the left to expand censorship. Faculty and editors are now actively supporting modern versions of book burning with blacklists and bans for those with opposing political views. Columbia Journalism School Dean Steve Cole has denounced the weaponization of free speech, which appears to be the use of free speech by those on the right. So the dean of one of the premier journalism schools now supports censorship. See how everything's come full circle. Now, if you're a liberal, that means there's not free speech. Liberal traditionally meant you know, free, open. Yeah, now it's not. Free speech advocates are facing a generational shift that is now being reflected in our law schools where free speech principles were once a touchstone of the rule of law as millions of students are taught that free speech is a threat and that China is right about censorship. These figures are shaping a new society in their own intolerant images. And that gets us to Nicki Minaj. As I mentioned, she threatened the establishment because of her influence in the pop culture. Once again, on Instagram, 150,464,104 followers. Twitter, a mere 22.8 million followers. The, that tweet that resulted in the controversy again was merely that she said she was not going to get the vaccine. <laughs> she was not going to do that because her cousin had a friend who got the vaccine. His testicles were swollen. And then, and then, the marriage was broken off. Okay. I'm going to quote from a uh, from an L.A. Times piece. This is great, his piece. A uh, couple of facts in there. Uh, it started, this was, name of the article was for hip-hop in black communities. Nicki Minaj's ball gate is no laughing matter. No, that was named the article. For hip-hop in black communities, Nicki Minaj's ball gate is no laughing matter. All right. That L.A. Times piece reads, it started with a seemingly innocuous post on social media. 
it ended up shining light on hip-hop's complicated relationships with the COVID-19 vaccine. No, it's, it, it's not complicated, LA Times. It's that a minority are against it, and you want to defame them. On September 13th, rapper Nicki Minaj announced on Twitter that she would not be attending the famed Met Gala due to a requirement that guests must show proof of vaccination amid the COVID-19 pandemic. And this was a quote. This was her tweet. If I get vaccinated, it won't be for the Met. It'll be once I feel I've done enough research. Okay. And then you see, you see, uh, uh, you see all the disinfo there. I won't read from uh, the LA Times. Uh, yeah, Minaj doubled down. My cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because the string got him, became impotent. She responded, his testicles became swollen. Okay. Now, again, the hit pieces on this is that there was, there was at least one, one headline that said, Nicki Minaj is not getting the COVID vaccine because she doesn't want to get swollen testicles. And, of course, they knew that was ridiculous. That's just done to defame her, to ridicule her, and confuse people and make her look ridiculous. All right. So then so-called experts from the White House to those in Trinidad started to attack Minaj. They started to attack Minaj. Okay? Very, very interesting. Very, very interesting. Let's get some more, some more facts here as far as what happened. The, uh, there was this, they tried to make it they tried to make it racial. It was hilarious, even though she's black. Okay, Nicki Minaj became the target of online racist, bu- racist abuse from left-wing activists after she shared a clip of Fox News host Tucker Carlson defending her right to speak freely last week, with many corporate journalists accusing her of secretly being a white supremacist. Isn't that amazing? So here she is. She's black. She's always been black to the best of my knowledge. She's never denied that or said otherwise. Yet she merely on Twitter yeah, reposted a piece or gave a thumbs up to a piece by Tucker Carlson where Tucker Carlson defended her, her position. And then people start saying she's racist. This is, this is my control. I mean, this is... This is definitely mind control and great manipulation. It's it's just it's it's amazing. It's it's just it's it, it's amazing. But this is where this is where it's gone to. This is this is where we're at. Uh, let's see if I got something else as far as back and forth. The White House initially then invited her to a meeting. And then they backed down. Uh, they backed down on that. Let me see. I got something else here. Here's an interesting piece. This is from National National File, dated September 23rd. Nicki Minaj fans invite Trump supporters to join them to join them for anti-Fauci anti-CDC, anti-vaccine protest. Leftist activists joins conservatives in belief that standing against mandatory vaccines is a fundamental issue that is more important than anything else right now. This is what terrifies the establishment. This is what terrifies the New World Order because they want to keep, they keep society divided in a lot of different ways. A big one is left versus right. Another big one is 
you know, the you know, creating racial animosity, distrust, and you know, racial hatred. So this is really, really a touch point here when you have a black woman who's a pop, who's a, a pop culture superstar, then taking this position and realizing that <laughs> this is this is that important uh, that they could work and people as supporter could work with people on the so-called right. Also from that piece in National File, uh, American after American rap icon Nicki Minaj expressed skepticism regarding the controversial COVID-19 vaccines and urged her fans to pray about whether to take one of the vaccines and not be bullied into making a health decision. Fans rallied behind her and formed a near-spontaneous protest outside the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention Headquarters in Atlanta. Now, the left-wing luminaries behind this protest have planned several more and have invited conservative Trump supporters to join them in solidarity against the vaccines. The thing with Trump, I've said this before, is that it's all an illusion. We wouldn't have these vaccines. We wouldn't have had them as quick if it was for Trump. So, you know, Trump uh, declared a national state of emergency, which, of course, Biden didn't get rid of, and that empowered the governors to you know, do tyrannical things. And Trump's behind the vaccines. He said it. So the, the, this illusion is being created that somehow Trump's against it. But in any case, getting back to the piece by National File, the protests have been organized by the anti-capitalist Black Hammer Organization's commander-in-chief, Gazi Kadzo, wrote Cassandra Fan, Fan Fairbanks for the Gateway Pundit. Kadzo spoke to, the Fair, to Fairbanks at length about their goals for the protest, their decision to invite supporters of 45th President Donald Trump, and their hope for Americans to put political differences aside and fight together against the vaccine mandates. That's what terrifies them. Kadzo told Senator Banks the vaccine, pair, vaccine passports and mandates represent a human issue that should break down traditional political barriers. A real core value of our humanity is literally being ripped from us, Kadzo told the Gateway Pundit before adding that he is willing to stand with anyone who is willing to go side by side with me to fight for that core value. Fairbanks noted that Kazo had been ostracized by, ostracized by other communists and socialist groups who were protesting with Trump supporters, but he thinks standing against mandatory vaccines is a fundamental issue that is more important than anything else right now. According to Fairbanks, Kazo believes there is nothing more important than people in his community having to choose between putting something they don't want inside their bodies and being able to feed their families. Amazing, but yeah, that that is that is a lot of what has happened. the uh, The White House backtracked on their on their offer to meet with Minaj. That was interesting because they essentially called her a liar. They said, "No, what we what we want is we said we you can meet with a doctor and discuss your concerns." And yeah, she called them out on that. And I think they canceled it because they realized if she showed up, even though they wouldn't have covered it live, when she left, if she didn't flip, if she walked away from that saying that these people are insane, that would have been a PR disaster. So I think that's why they flipped. Uh, this, uh, this information war is real. Us in full gear, uh, they want us divided. They want us divided. Uh, the more desperate the establishment gets is seen by how restrictive they're increasingly becoming in social media with calls for internet censorship of any and all criticisms of the bioweapon, which is already on. Basically, that's already 
what's going on with uh, with YouTube. Okay. Uh, amazing though that uh, some people calling her a corporate journalist, CIA-controlled journalist, calling Nicki Minaj a white supremacist because she liked one clip by Tucker Carlson. Amazing. Amazing. Here's a, here's a few actual tweets. Uh, September 15th, Nicki Minaj. The White House has invited me, and I think it's a step in the right direction. Yes, I'm going. I'll be dressed in all pink like Legally Blonde, so they know I mean business. I'll ask questions on behalf of the people who have been made fun of for simply being human. September 15th. Uh, now, someone someone criticized her for for uh, again decide for Tucker Carlson for you know liking liking the fact that he he endorsed her position here. Someone wrote tweeted to her, you know he's a white nationalist, right? Which of course. That's insanely inaccurate about Tucker Carlson. And this is Nicki Minaj's reply on September 15th. Right, I can't speak to, agree with, even look at someone from a particular political party. People aren't human anymore. If you're black and a Democrat tells you to shove marbles up your blank, you simply have to. If another party tells you to look out for that bus, stand there and get hit. They don't like that speech. They don't like that speech from a pop from a pop cultural icon. Also, another tweet by Minaj on the 15th. You know how many U.S. presidents were white supremacists? Oh, please, just stay on topic. Y'all can't do that. The topic is asking questions is okay. But let's make the topic. Nikki talks to white racists so you can all sleep better tonight, dummies. And, of course, they weren't white racists. Uh, Again, Someone, someone tweets her and says, uh, tells Nicki Minaj that Tucker Carlson believes a racist and white supremacist. She replies, uh, I think she was talking now about someone on The View. So the black woman lied on me and made people attack me, but I can't quote this man who did the opposite, Tucker Carlson. Okay, F him. Yes, well, happy now? Brain dead. And she mocked him and she didn't like that. She didn't... Uh, the, the people didn't like that. In that piece, the hit piece from the LA Times, it talked about some other, you know, rap hip hop artists who have not gone along with the uh, who've not gone along with the uh, with the agenda. To quote that LA Times piece, but she is just Minaj, just one of several hip hop acts that have either raised concerns about the efficacy of the COVID-19 vaccine and safety protocols being enacted across the country or made baseless conspiracy-fueled anti-vaccine statements. All these weird, all these little weird policies and government mandates, uh, suck a blank, declared Grammy-winning rapper, Buster Rhymes, echoing talking points on the president the right-wing media ecosystem. You see how they do that? So he basically says he's against, you know, weird little... Go- policies and government mandates and they basically they try and defame him saying all he's doing is echoing echoing talking points on the present in the right-wing media ecosystem i love that he said that in a concert in st louis in august he then demanded officials stop taking people's liberty away before exclaiming f your mask yeah. uh, very very interesting 
Orlando Magic star Johnson Isaac shared his full thoughts on vaccinations. And he addressed the Rolling Stones. Or I didn't read the Rolling Stones article. His piece, his piece is about two minutes. Uh, and I think I'll pull that up since it's so short. There's a lot the young man could have said. I still, I still appreciate that he wasn't afraid to not just parrot the uh, parrot the agenda, uh, which is false and harmful. But let me pull this up here. This is John, Jonathan Isaacs, Orlando Magic. Jonathan Isaac is very articulate, and it's interesting. He just said at this point he's not getting it, but he still bothers them because he was emphatic and articulate. I think he probably has decided he's never going to get it, but he didn't want to say that. I don't know. But even that, even those statements, that gets uh, that upsets people. The NBA now is going to withhold pay for unvaccinated players. Very interesting, very interesting what's going on with the NBA. The players' union stood up for the players. So the players' union said there will not be a vaccine mandate, period. But the catch-22 is you have all these, you have these cities that you know, do their own stupid little thing. So now the situation is if you're in a city that has a vaccine mandate and that city is where you're, you know, your hometown, like, like let's say that it's L.A., which they have it. 
then if you're if you play for the Lakers or Clippers, you're not you're not going to get paid for those days for those games that you miss. However, visiting teams that don't live there, if those some of those players are unvaccinated, that's fine. So you see, this is all this is all cosmic gay. This makes absolutely no sense. It's just designed to break the will of the people. In this case, the NBA players. This is from Zero Hedge, Wednesday, yeah, September 29th. The NBA is upping its pressure on the vaccine hesitant and resistors in the league unveiling a new policy Wednesday withholding pay for any unvaccinated players who miss games due to local mandates. Quote, any player who elects not to comply with local vaccination mandates will not be paid for games that he misses. NBA spokesman Mike Bass said in new Wednesday statements, it comes after New York and San Francisco passed Vax mandate executive orders bringing into question whether unvaccinated players for the Brooklyn Ness and Golden State Warriors can still play. Okay? That was in L.A. also. Specifically, the venues for games are requiring proof of the COVID-19 shot in order to enter the arena. This impacts players entering Barclays Center in Brooklyn and San Francisco's Chase Center. The season is set to start on October 19th, and the announcement is part of a series of pandemic protocol measures unveiled by the league which mostly focus on social distancing in locker rooms, which will be spaced out and masking up during team meetings. This is all, obviously this is all gay and ineffective. It's nothing. It's all theater. Additionally, while vaccinated players ha- will have to submit to only one COVID test per week, unvaccinated players will have to undergo tests more frequently. According to the Hill, about 90% of league players now vaccinated. I don't think that's true. The report concludes, uh, let's just say Jonathan Isaac, uh, Controversially, the NBA Players Association successfully thwarted plans by the NBA to impose a blanket vaccine mandate over all players. Absurdly, media outlets like CNN are actually going after players who are merely withholding vaccination status amid a general smear campaign, which some prominent athletes have begun pushing back against. Okay. Very interesting there in the NBA. At least there's, there's some pushback. All right, the Trinidad Health Minister uh, ripped Nicki Minaj. That's amazing. It wasn't just enough that the White House did. And uh, really, again, back to Nicki Minaj, she understands herself that this is <clears throat> the backlash was all about free speech and the fact, yeah, you know, she, as an individual, represents biggerish, but she's being told she can't even speak to certain people. You catch that? That's what's going on. They do this to try and divide, divide and distract us. And I have no idea what all her views are, but she seems extremely aware of the fact that it, that there is nothing good that's going to come out of having a society where you can not only not question things, but you can't even speak with people you disagree with. I'm going to play part part of this. This is a, she did a live stream on Instagram again, where she has over 157 million followers, and this is less than two minutes. Unfortunately, I don't know how I cannot get rid of the the profanity. She does use some profanity, but it is it is powerful just to hear you know what this 39 year old uh, you know rap superstar does have to say when she became victimized for merely deciding not to take the vaccine now and telling people to study. And according to another tweet, I think she said, simply pray about it. That made her 
that made her a villain, that made her evil. And then when she, she just agreed, she just basically said she likes the fact that Tucker Carlson stood up for her, then that made her a racist. It's, this is where we're at. And they don't like, they don't like it if people start seeing, people start getting united against the tyranny. Uh, they do not like that at all. it shouldn't be do not like that they do not like that they want everyone divided they want people reacting emotionally either left or right white or black liberal conservative and they want us debating things that at the end of the day have very little significance like who's going to win an election when it's the same agenda they don't like it when people especially a popular person like Nicki Minaj says things like that, especially in the context of questioning and opposing any mandatory vaccination. You've been listening to KRP Radio Show, Keeping It Real with Pudgy Miller, guest host Rocco P. I will hope to remember and be back. The last, I don't know if I'll make that the 29th, May not, may not, may be on the road then or doing something else, but I will be back sometime either this month or early next month. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Pudgy Miller, for the use of your platform. Once again, I do appreciate that. K-I-R-P Radio!